Hi, folks, and welcome back to Green Planet, Blue Planet podcast, featuring distinctly qualified global change makers that are dedicated to creating a healthier planet, one where diversity is lived, expressed, and celebrated. My name is Julian Guderlei, and today my guest is Estas Ton. Estas, I'm really excited for you to be here. Estas is a musician who describes himself as a modern-day troubadour, and his music, if you don't know it yet, is something to deeply experience and to immerse into soundscapes, is an emotional expression and a wide range of audible elements that not only stem from various music genres, but also are a true expression of emotion. And so, Estas, I'm really, I'm really excited to have you here. Thank you, Julian. Thank you, Julian. Your music speaks for itself, but today we get to hear you and we get to hear some of your your story, but maybe also just some of your worldviews and the way you experience reality. And, um, you know, you're in beautiful Mexico where you and I met just a few a few weeks ago. It's been, it's, it feels like a lifetime, actually. It's been only a few weeks ago, but it's been so intensely incredible. I mean, the incredibleness includes everything into it, but... Uh, it's been really intense and sometimes you have to cool off as well from the experience. Take a few steps back, you know, and continue on the trip. So it feels like a lifetime already. We got this beautiful soundscape in your background with all the birds in the jungle playing the kind of like the eternal song of planet Earth. No matter where I am in the world, connecting to the birds is always like, it's like a secure source of joy when you slow down and you just let them let them kind of play with your you know your inner sphere yeah let's explore all things natural in the way that you know we create reality and i said it in the in the short intro like anyone who doesn't know your music yet you're up for a treat because you get to explore this whole universe estas has like you know so many live experiences that you can experience with him or like not even dozens like hundreds of videos with hundreds of millions of views because you're just one of those guys that is able to tap into the expansive moment of now through what I observe to be like the skill body, right? Like having a skill that just expresses through you, but also like this, this beautifully thin expression of improvisation. Just like life itself, you know, it's, uh, there is always some, something that you know, and there is always the breath of life that expresses itself. And, the only thing I can do in that space or in that state is not to interfere that expression to happen, to take place authentically. Sometimes uh, with the squeaky sounds also, because that's part of that moment, right? Of course, we can polish things in the studio, but that's another trick. That's something else. You know, I am mainly a live performer because... Uh, some years ago, we had a project called uh, Soundtrack, uh, Elemental Soundtrack, and it was part of that, you know, it's just the soundtrack of the elementals, the elements, the, all of the elements which, which are part of this life, right? So it's um, kind of a captured moment which we are exploring, right? And if we are blessed to receive that gift, we also can capture that really, you know, on camera on audio devices you know and then we can work with that in the studio but mainly it's really capturing that essence every time that essence you know i've been you know i've been breaking my head open which i think is a good thing so i could you know leave it behind and, and drop deeper into my heart to understand what it means to live from essence and to inspire people to to step into that 
And I have a question for you right around that. You know, we, we look at humanity and I'm curious what you see in our state of, of humanity at this point. We're like midway through the year 2021. And I'm just really curious to understand from someone who is, who's chosen to follow this artistic expression in his life. What do you think is most required for, for, for people in this world today? People listening, people who are maybe, you know, not, not quite as familiar to step into their own essence or who, who have maybe more doubts than, than flow or, you know, we know everyone is in a different place of expressing what's coming through them. And so I'm, I'm curious, what do you, what do you reckon is like most required to free yourself up to living life fully alive? I mean, interesting that you, you brought it up first, uh, that artistic expression, right? And uh, the answer that came through me was in regards to that, right? Allowing that to happen authentically, right? Naturally, just like the birds are singing, naturally, right? So if I would align those two kind of like storylines, let's say being on stage and then being off stage and also reviewing my own life, quite often my inner struggle and I can only speak for myself because we are all very different right and we operate in a very different way but if I can look at my own life I can see that my struggle comes with myself normally is when I'm trying to control things right my burned out moments happen happening out of that control mm. so let's say could I speak for all of the humanity? Humanity, no, because everyone have to figure that for themselves, you know. And I think such a year as, uh, as 2020, as a perfect vision, right, brought to everyone that mirror to look at themselves, you know. And some people were kind of wanting to go back to something that was before. Mm. It's like, I lived a great day yesterday, or I lived a shitty day yesterday, and I want to go back to it. Due to the filters that I have set in my programming or in my life. Because quite often humanity, humans don't see all of us sometimes missing, uh, missing that main point where we are run by programs, which we have created for ourselves, right? So the struggle there is basically that we don't see the program, we don't see our own filters, and we are trying kind of like to go back to, to the painful place, right? Because it's familiar. Or we're trying to go to the joyful place because it's familiar, right? And all the, the joy, pain, joy, pain, joy, pain, always like a kind of like exchanging places, right? So sometimes we are super duper nice, sweet place. In another place, we are in another moment, we are super down, right? And that's where I say it's based on the filtering of a, of a person, of person, personality that, um, that recognizing it or not and wanting kind of to repeat that. And many probably wanted to go back to something that they know. Mm. But that's impossible. It's like you would like to eat the same beautiful meal that you've had yesterday. It was super. But you can, you, why would you repeat that same thing every day? Because even the most incredible thing you live or anyone lives, how many times you can take that same thing? It's, it becomes not interesting because it's the same. right? So the whole part of nature is because the birds are singing authentically it's not like i replay from the speaker you know i i remember i lived in la some years ago in some in some area where i would hear those birds singing from the speakers 
it would be the same repetitive sound of nature. It sounds kind of like nature, but it's just a recording. It's a captured frozen moment. It's a postcard. It's not real, right? And, and that repetition might kind of like work as a, a reminder of what nature is and kind of give us sense of nature, right? But in the same time, it's a loop. You know, it's like in recordings today, we use loops. But I, I'm trying to say everyone I'm working with, let's get out of the loop. If we record 25-minute track, I'm not going to loop the percussion player that played for one minute and then we're going to repeat that. No, no, no. We're going for 25 minutes, he will sit and play. 25 minutes, real life playing, captured. Right? So I guess the main trouble for everyone is that we are afraid quite often for the improvisation to happen, for life itself to happen, to unfold in a new way. Maybe that's sorry for the little detour, but that's kind of like... No, I love the detour, right? That's The detour is the gold. It's, mm. it's so real. I mean, I can relate to that. Mm. Be like choosing the safe path or choosing the consistent play, in, like live, real-time play at, on the edge where it's like, I don't know what's going to come out of my, my mouth. I don't, I don't know who I'm going to connect with if I just follow this intuition and I, you know, I, I choose courage right like from the heart over any kind of fabricated world that the mind can create i mean you know we, we are given intellect right we have this uh, great gift such as an intellect and we, we can use it wisely but quite often it becomes an obstacle also for creativity for creativity in all forms because life is already an art form right so this this intellect is could be a great um tool but it could be also the barrier for exploration because yeah big time say, i know i know and uh, that's the way i want it and there comes layers because there are so many layers there is a child quite often there is a wounded child there is a teenager there is all of aspects of ourselves what we are right there are our lineages there are all our life, lifetimes as well, you know, but just within this lifetime, everything is in here, right? So if you see it, that's what's kind of, I think that the great mirror, such as 2020, was for everyone to look at the mirror of ourselves, to have a look at ourselves, you know, with all its uh, discomforts, with all its uh, greatness, Mm. but also all its um, self-wrestle as well. Yeah, we know this from, you know, creative expression at its peak and athletic expression from its peak. Like the moment we face uncomfortable situations, we're actually freeing ourselves for the next live moment where we can supersede our old self, right? When it comes to building society, it feels like that's that's been a tough one for humanity to to really become present with and you're mentioning 2020 a few times that discomfort for me it made it really clear there is a an old structure an old system underlying of our society that is simply not serving the right. way new, new generations relate the way we relate through the internet through love through kindness through the attempt for peace on earth and then there are these 
these ideas of what that could be. And, and, you know, sometimes it gets very new earthy or, or new agey or wishy-washy because our job is to pragmatically bring this into the lived experience. So we can build these connections. We can, you know, um, maybe sidestep and advance what are the structures, the systems, the governments on this planet. And so it's, it's not really an easy time to be alive, but it feels like one of the most fruitful times to possibly ever be on this planet is to be part of this shift that, you know, no matter if we're looking at it esoterically or in, in, in terms of prophecies of indigenous cultures, or if we're looking at it simply pragmatically. Sure, we can just look and, and through happening. a simple eye. I mean, imagine, like I, when I was flying above Mexico and landing, and I've seen mm -hmm. some areas where uh, I've just seen some buildings from above, you know, when the plane was landing. From above, I could see an area where there was lots of structures, there was lots of buildings, and now greenery. There is nothing around, mm. right? And imagine how many places on earth we have cities where the, the limitation to nature is so vivid, right? So actually the change uh, of infrastructure, it's like it includes in itself everything. Because of course, it's like uh, when a guy, let's say somebody who travels the world and he speaks of certain things and he has the experience or, or a woman, you know, and they speak about these beautiful, colorful things they've seen around the world. And some, some guy from some remote place would listen to them and say, yeah, yeah, you know, I have a completely different reality in my life. You know, I have to work to feed my three children and we live in a tiny little flat somewhere, right? With not even a trace of some greenery around. I'm not talking about even birds singing every day, you know? So infrastructures of the cities, which we have today, has to change. The educational system has to change because people, for them, for them, for many, in many countries, I'm sure you've seen that, you arrive to a certain place and there is this tiny little, flat, little room, but the only thing that people have there, a huge massive television, because mm. for them it's a window to the world. They can experience some particles of the world of certain freedom and color and culture through that massive monitor. And can we say that it's wrong or it's bad? Well, that's at least something they have, you know, to, to, to at least to have some sort of a relation to something else in the world apart from the picture they see daily. Mm -hmm. You know, so this changes in every infrastructure has to happen, but uh it comes to wow many responsible organizations but of course most most importantly to everyone who has an ability to contribute to the change mm. in mm. many parts of the world yeah yeah i love what you're saying there ss because really change happens through us as individuals mm. primarily and then it can turn into a collective experience and you know fingers crossed we're on this road right now but awaiting it to come from the external is is almost like a little naive because we know the states of, um, you know, corruption and the states of greed that have captured this planet for a long time. I'm really curious about something specific though you said there, and that's the education system. It's one of my favorite things um, to, to, you know, to drop in about with people because we know that at the very best, the education system of the masses is is simply old. You know, it was created by like Otto von Bismarck and like. Germany before the 1900s um, and at the ver very worst it's it's straight up an entrainment system into industrial uh, robots right and so right but I'm you know curious. it's very yeah. it, 
Yeah, yeah, finish your thoughts and I'll go. Yeah, my, my question to you, go anywhere you want with this, right? But my question is, if you could change the education system from your life experience with the experts you would choose, like what would be some pointers you think are like non-negotiable, like absolute essentials to shape the way we educate young ones on the path forward? That's, um, thank you. This is such an awesome thought to, to, to explore, right? Um, the thing is that I think all of us have to stop whining about what is wrong what is wrong you know we have to stop talking about what was wrong created in that century mm -hmm. that century that led us here and then why it's still here well it's right still here because majority still taking it and playing the end game participating in that game because you know if nobody comes to a certain store or certain restaurant it shuts down you know if you don't go to eat in that restaurant anymore it cannot sustain itself, right? So it shuts down and everyone goes somewhere because they know there is something else exists. They need to know, people need to know there is other system, there is another potential, right? So we can say those educational systems or any systems that were created by humans were created in that moment, in that era, for that consciousness that humans were. It was essential for the development of that period, right? And this is where the problem comes in. The problem comes is that the mind, mind kind of like doesn't want to go for new things. Because when the child comes in and says, hey, there is something else, let's explore. <laughs> and the older guy says, no, I know how it's supposed to be, right? So he doesn't want to get out of that already repetition, repetitive knowing. So we have the program. The program been working for decades, right? Is it a good one? Well, not really. But also, those programs brought us here. Mm -hmm. We had our limits, and yet we had our aha moments, right? Can we say that it was completely, entirely bad? Well, I don't know. I grew up in Soviet Union. I can say that certain things were really limiting, really propagandistic, big time. And yet there was this incredible sense of uh, communion and some sort of openness as well that I haven't seen in other places. Until, unless I traveled to certain communities where I felt with people in connection, this openness, right? So uh, there are pluses and minuses in those systems, right? And where I think we are going right now with the development of uh, new uh, realities of education, where we know there is Rudolf Steiner did his work already more than 100 years ago. It's been already available. Montessori school systems were around for just such a long time. And there were many, many more. So I guess it's a matter of really uh, research for parents, first of all, the research in what environment the children need to be uh, educated in a way. And of course, it, it, no matter what system would be out there, if at household, the parents are stuck in the old and they're not innovative and they're not open, then no matter what the child is taking from the school that goes back home, it would be still that same wall there, right? So it's also for everyone to open up a little bit for the new potential, right? And certain values, I feel like, you know, when, when I was already growing up thinking like how incredible it would be if let's say a proper martial art would be introduced in every school where a true teacher would be there present to, mm. to actually share with the, with the kids, with the potential 
so-called warriors, yeah, right? To take it in a in a on, um, honorable way. What does it mean to be a warrior? You know, because uh, we are growing up, and then people actually justifying the pain getting jobs as police officers very often. You know, and then we see a lot of violence that comes through them, and quite often is the opposite. They're actually serving because they, they came to work in those infrastructures actually to serve the society, which is absolutely normal. That was the intention for it, right? Mm -hmm. Many of them went to work as police officers to serve the society and not to become like a bully, right? And until mm -hmm. today, I grew up on the streets when I've seen the police and I kind of had to run away, right? And even today, when I see the lights, I'm like, <laughs> You know, it's because it's still it's somewhere in my system, right? It's somewhere in our system, yeah. Right? It's and a similar, similar example would be politicians, right? Any the kind. Engineers you know, serve the, the masses and then right. and the, goes in, the, straight, in the right. same time, I'm on all these professions, I'm on all the um, infrastructures. There are incredible people. There are incredible policemen. There are incredible people who are trying to bring the change in the political systems. There are incredible doctors who are trying to bring... Uh, true uh, service, you know, and, and as well as there are incredible teachers. You know, I spoke with a teacher that I knew and I know her since I'm eight years old. But before coming to Mexico, I had a telephone conversation with her, you know, and uh, she knows me since I'm eight years old. And I'm now eight plus, but at that time, you know, it's uh, because it's a lifetime. It's not about numbers. And we were discussing that time and how she had to handle this whole like, kind of like a Soviet Union state and inability mm. to fully express her potential as a teacher, right? But what stayed in my memory in regards to this woman is her kindness. It didn't matter what the program, official program was there, but her kindness stayed with me through all my life. And there are many of us who studied with her at that time. We have that same memory of her. You know, so the system could be complicated. And yet these people, they are like the, uh, the carriers of certain vibration, of certain heart connection that would, no matter what the system is around, we would, we would be carrying that through life, you know. So, wow, there are so many, so many... Uh, would say uh, adjustments that could be done mm -hmm. within the educational system. And uh, I'm sure there are so many professionals that are there trying to do that. But uh, I think at just some point we have to stop going to certain supermarkets or certain restaurants and just buy there or just participate in that creation. It, mm. wouldn't, it wouldn't survive then. It would be, there would be other places where we would put our attention and the kids and uh, that's how it will, it will change. Maybe that's, that's the way. I don't know. Mm It's, it's an interesting one. You mentioned so many beautiful points and, you know, it kind of put flags to come back to some of them uh, in, in my mind. It's curious to hear about 
you know, the, the journey of growing up in a place like the Soviet Union and, and understanding both the oppressive parts of that system, but also the connection that was felt and lived and experienced through the gateway of kindness. I'm curious to hear more about that. And then at the same time, Estes, what I'd love to know from your, you know, brilliant intellect's perspective, because, because you're right, you know, there's, there's reality when we're silent and then there's having a conversation. And by the nature of words, you know, we're, we're, we're focusing in on something very specific. And so um, <laughs> I'm curious to understand in your own words, what does freedom and what does freedom and peace look like? And what's the potential for that on the planet? I would say fearless, but fearless might have a connotation of some sort of uh, violence as well. Right. So I would say, Unafraid, unafraid to be ourselves, unafraid mm. to express our truth, unafraid to be misunderstood, unafraid to to be, try things out, you know, uh, because I feel like the one of the great obstacles for every human being is inability to express themselves. I feel this is one of the greatest obstacles for anyone. The you know, ability to express ourselves. Yes, because that's also a cause quite often for diseases. It's the cause for um, depression, aggression, violence, um, all kinds of all kinds of uh, triggers that that would be uh, quite a disastrous points for for an individual life, right? If it's mm -hmm. not perceived and understood and seen by an individual. So inability to express oneself uh, in any kind, it doesn't mean that a human needs to go and be on stage somewhere. It doesn't mean the human need to be on uh, uh, on the pedestal somewhere. It doesn't, you know, it, it just comes to even certain aspects of communication. You know, quite often, like we have it also in, in our team, like we have sometimes like really like intense moments, you know, and then, and if we can go through these intense moments together, right, remembering the love that we are and the love for each other that we have, and we can go through these moments because we can have this <laughs> and we come back to it, you know, it's like in the old movies, in Italian family, you know, they, the plates <laughs> would be flying all over the place and... You know, and then there would be resolution. Or like in the older days, the warriors, you know, the men, they would have a fight, a good quality, honest fight, honest fight, right? And then there would be brothers for life. You know, so it's, a, it's, a, it's an aspect of, of expression which mm. quite often destroys life, mm. destroys lives. And then we can see it also, on, you know, this political game, it's, it's just uh, kind of dancing around, you know, dancing around without addressing yeah. the true, true scene and actually sitting in the circle with the, with the true important aspects of a conflict. Yeah, you're addressing something really interesting there. The paradox that freedom and peace can include, you call it an honest fight, right? The, the real expression. And I guess what I'm understanding is just to be with what is and find a present interaction with that rather than 
kind of the the stipulations we've created through politics and business that create certain appropriate and inappropriate actions but but really they're they're roundabouts to, to betray ourselves and our values because how many you know political organizations or parties or um, committees or or associations are actually not in alignment in their actions with the values we all have as individuals right of 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 trust of love of integrity right, but have a look imagine somebody who goes through certain um, area of life right someone let's say is a part of political party or or some sort of union or anything or any profession or any kind right and don't see the whole thing actually they cannot see the whole picture right mm. doesn't know what he is what she is that it's spirit no spirit i'm not talking about esoterical aspects not spiritual aspects just simple life right so this human lives this life and goes through all kind of like repetitions and banging against the wall stories and all, all dramas and greatness all kinds of it right and having kids and this and that and holidays and all kind of it right then it dies on but in in the whole process of it there is a certain development takes place in this particular area in this particular environment in this particular life line in the 3d world right so the development takes place because it's a game it's like we are in the game you know, like uh, I've seen uh, in India, I was in some ashram and there was this huge transparent and it says like, uh, life is a game, play it well, you know, it's like, it is a game, you know, so, so in a way it's like, it's a game until the game changed, you know, that's the setting of the game until the setting have changed and how it changes because the individuals seen something else, mm. you know, when a man never seen a color, and lived in the gray world of his life, how he would know that there is a color? Until he sees color, something happens, the, the heart gets cracked a little bit. And then like, wow, there is something else possible. Then something else starts, you know, that's a new potential. Before this potential happened, that's why um, countless films were made. That's why we have an expression of life that we call art and has a potential for humans to shift the perception. Either it's a music or through any kinds, you know, it's like a, through film or through sculpting or through book writing or through, through anything or through cooking, through anything. You know, it's like someone would have a meal and would say, wow, I have never experienced such a deliciousness in my life until this moment. I only knew plain salad, where, where we have just salad and uh, uh, cucumber and tomato. That's what I thought the salad is. I actually literally had this, this experience when I arrived to a certain place and I've seen like, wow, actually the salad, what was the salad, what all the colors that we could find, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's, that's what it is for, for human to see and contribute to another kind of playground he or she needs to see a new potential, something else, you know, and until that happens, like there would be this kind of like, a, um, I don't know, I, I literally call it like a gray world, you know, mm, a gray, gray world. world. Yeah. We, we, did a, we did a musical many years ago in Goa, in India, and it was about that. The guy lives in the gray world and then he slow, he saw a dream of a color. He goes everyone to ask about this color. And everyone says, like, you know, there is no color in this world, you know, 
we don't know what the color is. We actually don't have reference point until he meets someone who has that color also. And then they have the story and then the story unfolds and there's a story of a fool. It's just a classical story of a hero with thousand faces, you know, that goes on the journey. And that potential expansion or that expansion of potential is, it's really hard to predict. I guess what I've been observing in my own experience of life and possibly, you know, this is something people can resonate with is, the moment your mind wants to find a linear answer, it's usually already a dead-end street. Because life isn't really linear. Potential happens in non-linear ways, I guess. Possibly at a further state of our evolution, we might call this a quantum state, you know, or a state of non-linearity. And, and in each shadow is, is a massive potential for a gift. So if we didn't know a world where we could feel empathy or compassion for each other, that's maybe the gray world, and we... You know, for many of us, that's maybe now something we, we are increasingly feeling for each other, but there's many more people that, that are still, you know, living in their minds, uh, reality creation. And so from one day to the other, something could shift. Something, something changes, like a devastating natural catastrophe or a, you remember um, in the US, for example, when 9-11 happened, no matter what's behind that happening, the next day there was a wave of compassion. We could even measure it with scientific gear right. um, tapping into the heart sphere of humanity through coherence. I was there. Words. I was there. I was in New York, New York. One, one, one week after 11, uh, 9 11. I was in New York for one year. I stayed in New York from that moment. This is actually when the guitar came back into my life. I didn't play for 10 years. That happened in that period. I came wow. to New York to live in New York for one year. I stayed one week after this event. So I have seen what, what was going on, you know, and this is where uh, all aspects are merging, you know, and the pain meets compassion. Mm. And how compassion arises out of pain. We know what pain is, then we can, we can relate to it. You know, it's not just a fluffy compassion, but some of us already come with it. To be, uh, to be like the balancers, maybe, of this world. You know, I had to, to learn a hard way. I had to go through both aspects, big time. You know, I had to see both sides, the light and the dark. You know, I feel like it's actually beneficial probably for everyone to see, you know. And uh, it's just right now, you know, the guy was there cleaning the, the grass and uh, I, I was observing that, you know, and part of me kind of wanted to like, <clears throat> you know, on him. And we were discussing this topic and then and I was just uh, kind of watching like how long he would stay around here. Do I need to do anything about it? Because it was a bit disturbing for the sound, right? And uh, he just naturally went somewhere else. He was just completely immersed in what he was doing. It's not his uh, fault in a way that he is kind of interfering in our thing. Can we take it? Can we take this coexistence right now? Because if we cannot take this coexistence, it would create a conflict right now, right? It literally could create a conflict. But it didn't, because we just kept on going with our topic, right? There was no, yeah. there was no obvious reaction to it, even though like, we could observe that, right? Can we do it every time? 
depends on so many factors. Sometimes you can, and sometimes our dragons coming out also, you know. Yeah. And that's on level of human, and that's on level of governments, and that's on the level of one nation to another nation, you know. And if we have tools, and that we're coming back to the education, if we have tools to, day, to live our day, I'm not talking about even the whole life, just to go through one mm. day of life, if we have enough of correct tools, not brainwash tools, not the, some book tools, experiential mm. tools, so we could be prepared for it, you know, like yeah. a, a true martial artist doesn't practice to go and chop heads off, he practices to be ready for the moment when they need it for protection, for energetic resolution, I would say, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a beautiful element to what you just expressed which is not the tools of knowledge and programs called it programs a few times in this conversation but the tools of experiencing life and and really i i feel like part of this shift on the planet this awareness shift and you know who knows maybe 2020 and 2021 we'll look back at the times of what we call coronavirus as an awakening into more compassion because at some point we stopped at some point, we just stop trying to control everything into place and realize that right. isn't working. What will work is to be compassionate, to to love each other, to accept each other, to grieve with each other when we lose loved ones, and to create a world not from a linear mind that wants to create rules, but from a compassionate and, and open heart that uses the tools of the mind to discern and, and suddenly a whole new world is possible. I have a question there for you, Estes, and that is about around trust. Because really, I believe to create a world from the heart, you know, when many spiritual traditions talk about this, many indigenous uh, cultures talk about this, that the longest journey of the human is from the head to the heart. And so in order to create this world, I, I believe trust is a very important quality. And so my question for you is, what does it require for you to experience trust? Just trust. <laughs> like I've just come into my mind right now, just trust, but then it's easy to say. You know, I witnessed that from many others. And maybe they were a reflections for me to actually truly feel what it means. And I can give you an example. A few days ago, Tribalize, we had a, a crazy sound trip, right? Four boys getting on stage. We have never played together. Some of us already played over some years ago. Right, 10 years ago or some seven years ago we met, right? We haven't been four of us in that same space ever, actually, this reality, right? This life. Wow. And we just get on stage and go for the trip. What happens there in that space? And that happened to me countless times because I've shared that space thousands of times. This is not, I'm not talking about hundreds, thousands, right? Uh, what comes there, we can recognize right away who is not listening. We can recognize immediately who wants to be seen. We can recognize immediately who is needy. And if all of these aspects are in balance, that we just, we just become one, basically. There is no competition. There is not like the singer need to take over. There is no, like, that the drummer need to express himself in a solo. If it naturally happens, wonderful. If it's not, it's wonderful. 
it's not that Estas needs to play his guitar for three hours by himself there, right? It becomes one sound trip where all the elements just serve in this moment through listening, through listening, through the sensitivity. And I remember that we are in service to this. It's not about me anymore. Right? So if like to answer what trust to me is, it's, it's kind of like it's a, um, it's all, they're all of these elements, you know, because I witnessed that so many times where the musicians getting on stage with its stars and I never do rehearsals with no one, you know, we get on stage, it doesn't matter what country it is, where it is, with whom it is. You know, if there is a hard connection already there, we already met before, we just know of each other and we had the mutual connection, right? We can go to that state as a sound space and, uh, and just be in that moment together, right? Trusting that, that that space will, uh, will express itself through us, that that breath of life will express itself through us in the perfect way just as it's supposed to be we just don't have to interfere that's it because if you do it's seen immediately by everyone right and that's the cause of many conflicts that we have as humans between us because again because we're coming back right now again to those filters and programs mm -hmm. uh, if we don't look at ourselves in the mirror and don't recognize our needs neediness our uh, loneliness, our separation, our unknowing who we are, what we are here to do and to be. And we don't have any of these glimpses. It's quite a hard trip, actually, you know, because this human is fully cut from, 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 what, from what this human is. Right? And I don't want to use the terminology that uh, theologists would use, but it's mm -hmm. all the same thing, you know? It's all the same thing. It's just been used to, and named and tugged, you know, and framed over, over centuries, over lifetimes, whatever we, we want to call it. Your you example know? is very beautiful because it talks of the experience on stage. And so I guess the theologists and the philosophers of the past when we read their words, they, they're just words, they're constructs in our mind. And as long as it's an understanding in our mind, we're still a degree away from the actual experience of it. But imagine, the, because of the translators, because mm -hmm. of the middleman, can we say that all those holy people that we read in books and know about didn't exist and didn't have that life experience? They were probably, mm -hmm. but what came after them? The system, the, the translators, the controllers, you know, those who didn't, they also maybe wanted to experience that. But for them, it was through the mind. And through the mind, we cannot get there, you know, because if I go through the mind constructing music, it, it's not going to be a real thing. It will be a beautiful thing, but it wouldn't have that majesty of spontaneity. Yeah, and in our time, this is a beautiful full circle to this conversation, you know, this podcast is called Green Planet, Blue Planet. And really, it's, it's a kind of a tap on the, the social cultural experiences on this new earth, on this planet that we're building together. In our time, we're noticing that the mind's world, the world the mind can create, it's not that it's not working. 
but there's a degree of it where it's not working. So what I mean with that is there is a reality the mind created and we have these houses and these cars and we fly to places and airplanes. But really the factor of what that costs us, the destruction of ecosystem, the, the experience of separation from each other as, you know, um, as humans, as, as men and as women is shockingly apparent in this day and age. Our disconnection from healthy immune systems or our disconnection from healthy soil and waterways it's just very visible and it's never yeah. been that clearly visible and so because right. of that visibility i guess I, i'm i'm really like my my mind is blown because what i'm what i'm seeing in this conversation so so apparently is the only way forward are non-linear spontaneous moments of compassion i can plan for it you can plan for it but the moment we experience these waves of compassion because of unforeseen events we we reorient with the rhythm of nature we come back to realize our true our true nature our natural state that's not in the extension of the fast speed world of the mind but that's that's in the space where we're in trust with the moment and in that moment we know what to do right right but i think it's also comes to the place where such a conversation could maybe happen let's say here many 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 individuals that would understand this language we are sharing right now mm. and yet it would be limited to probably still a majority of people right in certain areas of this world why because these areas of the world they are in um, in ghettos no matter even though they have internet or they have big screen on this tiny apartment, yeah, the isolation, they say, is still there, you know, and I feel it's also part of this uh, um, border phenomenon. And I understand why the borders are there. I understand why the countries were there. Every country was created by power. Every country was created by, uh, by occupation. Every country was created by... Uh, by you know by exchanges and uh, and the political interests and power basically right and um, and the thing is that at some point I feel it has to open up. I understand why it still exists because like you cannot just like put everyone out there to to go and storm to Costa Rica right now without being conscious about the where the the environment and. and preservation of the nature or I'm just taking it as an example because Costa Rica mm -hmm. is a beautiful park right it, it created an, uh, as a beautiful park or, or similar places or other places but in the same time I feel like just touching this different reality for representatives of communities from different parts of the world could maybe expand their local view of what is possible in their respective countries or so-called countries on their respective places around the world, you know, because we say some people are primitive, but actually those so-called primitive people have way more knowledge about herbs and about the trees and about the animals around, you know, that Western mind could benefit studying, right? And I feel the open borders uh, or the opposite, the closed borders and the passports which we have today, and they are just a uh, representation of the system which is closed, a heart which is closed, and mm -hmm. untrusting, untrusting, really not trusting, 
you know, not trusting that, uh, hey, it actually could be totally fine if these people come from there to here. Mm -hmm. This exchange of uh, opinions and ideas could happen. That's why we see like fascinating places around the earth where cultures from many parts of the world living together. Yeah. You know, this is incredible to watch, right? Like uh, I've been it's totally in, possible. in France yeah. or England or New York, of course, you know. Or Tel Aviv, it's like a mi mi mixing pot. It's like, a and again, yeah, it's. I don't know. We probably cannot perceive all of the process. The sadness comes that, wow, yes, the rivers are polluted. Yes, there is so much plastic. Yes, there is shortage of this or shortage of that. There are the misuse of this or misuse of that. But we cannot see full of the picture yet. You know, it's like mm. uh, it's like we are children running around playing with all different kind of toys that we have created, not mm -hmm. even knowing yet the consequences of these toys being around, right? Mm -hmm. But the process, the process is on because as many there are people who are envisioning today a new potential for correct usage of these toys, and maybe not as many toys. You know, it's like there is a process, and in the cosmic time. What we are living like this iPhone situation. How long do we have iPhones? 20, uh, 15 years. What is Not that? Even, I don't, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yes, everything sped up and everything became so fast, right? We are like, mm -hmm. like this, in an instant we can connect. But maybe we cannot really even perceive the whole picture. We can contribute daily, every day, to a little bit more of expansion, of consciousness, of uh, development, of contribution to the whole. Each of us, a little bit by little bit every day and little bit by little bit every moment and then maybe it inspires someone else to question their reality and also to come and join and explore and maybe stop going to that restaurant you know beautifully put Estes. May, may it be so may it be and so. you know your music is a big contribution to that for anyone who is feeling it experiencing it listening to it stepping into that live space of performance or even if they have to listen to it on a recording, just just to be just to step may, in for a moment. Just maybe to to bring this thought of collectiveness into music. Also, I would say, when I listen to the recordings of this music over a few decades, and I keep a track of all the recordings, and I see the evolution of the recordings, and uh, and having a memory of where every little thing came from, when I when I listen to it and observe that. I can see that within this or that song or this or that sound trip, a countless of participants. Can we say that it's just the stars? Of course not. Countless, not just the musicians. This conversation might shape that next sound journey that the stars will play. You see? So can we say that actually even belong to really to someone? I mean, yes, we have to deal with the copyrights, we have to deal with the releases and publishing and distribution. That's all fine. That's part of the reality at the moment. But in truth, every creation has infinite participants in it. We don't need to get super duper spiritual about that. It's just life that breathes in every aspect of it, of itself. Mm. I feel this one moving out of the intellectual rehearsal of what could be spiritual concepts into just living it, living it with each other, feeling it in every moment and stepping forward, right? That's the invitation for all of you listening today is to 
to breathe with us in this space and to step forward and contribute what's yours to do. Thank you so much, Estas, for your presence, for your prayer, for your music, for your play, for your fun, and for this for this amazing hour we got to spend together today. Thank you so much, Julian. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. And blessings to all. And we just keep on walking, you know? We're just like all kids, and yet we are all ancient as it gets, contributing to this incredible, incredible, incredible play that is on, ongoing. The matter is just here to see where is the theater and where is the nature expresses itself. Beautiful. Thank you. And contribute what's yours to do. Thank you so much, Estas, for your presence, for your prayer, for your music, for your play, for your fun, and for this for this amazing hour we got to spend together today. Thank you so much, Julian. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. And blessings to all. And we just keep on walking, you know? We're just like all kids, and yet we are all ancient as it gets, contributing to this incredible, incredible, incredible play that is on ongoing. The matter is just here to see where is the theater and where is the nature expresses itself. Beautiful. Thank you. And we just keep on walking, you know, we're just like all kids and yet we are all ancient as it gets, contributing to this incredible, incredible, incredible play that is on ongoing. The matter is just here to see where is the theater and where is the nature expresses itself beautiful thank you also to come and join and explore and maybe stop going to that restaurant you know beautifully put Estes. May, may it be so may it be and so. you know your music is a big contribution to that for anyone who is feeling it experiencing it listening to it stepping into that live space of performance or even if they have to listen to it on a recording, just just to be just a step may, in for a moment. Just maybe to to bring this thought of collectiveness into music. Also, I would say, when I listen to the recordings of this music over a few decades, and I keep a track of all the recordings, and I see the evolution of the recordings, and uh, and having a memory of where every little thing came from, when I when I listen to it and observe that. I can see that within this or that song or this or that sound trip, a countless of participants. Can we say that it's just a stars? Of course not. Countless, not just the musicians. This conversation might shape that next sound journey that a stars will play. You see? So can we say that actually even belong to really to someone? I mean, yes, we have to deal with the copyrights, we have to deal with the releases and publishing and distribution. That's all fine. That's part of the reality at the moment. But in truth, every creation has infinite participants in it. We don't need to get super duper spiritual about that. It's just life that breathes in every aspect of it, of itself. Mm. I feel this one moving out of the intellectual rehearsal of what could be spiritual concepts into just living it, living it with each other, feeling it in every moment and stepping forward, right? That's the invitation for all of you listening today is to, to breathe with us in this space and to step forward and contribute what's yours to do. Thank you so much, Estas, for your presence, for your prayer, for your music, for your play, for your fun. And for this for this amazing hour we got to spend together today. Thank you so much, Julian. Thank you, brother.
Thank you, Brother Hart. And blessings to all. And we just keep on walking, you know, we're just like all kids. And yet we are all ancient as it gets, contributing to this incredible, incredible, incredible play that is on, ongoing. The matter is just here to see where is the theater and where is the nature expresses itself. Beautiful. Thank you.